Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Black Shirt Breakdown. My name is Steve Mark. I'm a staff writer at Inside Nebraska, part of the Rivals Network. And over there is Jay Foreman, our NFL veteran and former Nebraska Black Shirt. Jay, we are back once again. Unfortunately, we are not talking about a Husker win. The Huskers go to Madison, Wisconsin, a city they have not won a football game in since 1966. I was not alive during them, and they fall in overtime to the Badgers, 24 to 17. Um, Jay, uh, obviously a lot of, a lot of, um, discussion points are going to come out of this one, especially at the end of regulation with Matt rule, his clock management, the timeouts that he chose to not call, um, with, I guess, under a minute and a half, um, clock starts ticking down all the way to 20 and, and, uh, rule starts using his, his timeouts, which doesn't allow him as many opportunities for some shots into the end zone as, uh, many fans would have liked. Obviously, this is coming uh, after two weekends ago with the Maryland game right. of them being maybe maybe too aggressive in some in some fans' eyes, and and now they're not right. aggressive at all, and and maybe playing for the tie there. Um, so uh, uh, yeah. So you know, just what are your what are your overall thoughts on on the game? Nebraska falls to five and six, three and five in the conference, and now it all comes down to that Black Friday game at home against Kirk Ferentz and the Iowa Hawkeyes. If they beat them, they're going bowling. If they don't, they are not going bowling, and it's going to be a really disappointing end to a once-promising um, season. But, uh, Jay, Huskers, Badgers, go. Uh, I mean, I felt like, obviously, they, you know, the start was great, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we just kind of lost our way a little bit. You know, I, you know, the fourth and one, you know, that you got, you know, Wisconsin – they made a heck of a play. I mean, I think yeah. they timed up the snap pretty good and, and, mm-hmm. and, you know, something that had been working. So I don't even fault the play calls. It's like, look, they're on scholarship. They're at home. Mm-hmm. They got good players on defense. They made a good play. Um, It was up to us to stop them. And that's where it really what it comes down to. I even said it, Maryland. Yeah. You know, you can get into the play call and whether you should have went for a field goal two weeks ago or being too aggressive. And then this one, you needed to be more aggressive. I mean, sure. We can have a, we'll be on this thing for two hours mm-hmm. and hindsight's 2020. And yeah, you know, um, but I think that we lost our way and kind of got discombobulated a little bit on our heels. And yet you, look, you always expect Wisconsin, they're a prideful, you know, program. Sure. So they're going to make a run at you. Right. Mm-hmm. And I thought we withstood it going to halftime, 14, 10, we should be up 17, 10. Yeah. Um, but if you would have asked before the game on the road in Madison, a place you hadn't won, even, not to feel bad, Steve, even before I was born, you mm-hmm. know, um, you'd been fine with it. Right. Mm-hmm. And defense came out the first uh, series, stopped and we got it back. We didn't do anything. Then we kind of had the, you know, the punts didn't help us pin them down, yes. you yeah. know. And so mm-hmm. those are those are like those are like like small momentum changers. Sure. Because it it gives them a little confidence, like oh mm-hmm. we got a lucky bounce or he shanked a couple. Well then that then that puts everybody on their heels. And then you know really to be honest with you, we're down by three. We kind of you know I wouldn't say walk the ball down there. You know we did a good job of getting down there. And obviously mm-hmm. some of the things that Trouble was able to do, and I felt he played pretty good. You know really to be Absolutely. honest with you, mm-hmm. um you know especially for not playing in a very long time, not getting a lot of practice reps, he's pretty good. And then, yeah, I mean, I guess you could, you know, there's two ways to look at it. One, first of all, the the being in the heat of the moment and the fans, it, it, like I, I don't think you coach for the fans, and I don't think they're of doing course, that. Yeah. It's two different situations, right? Mm-hmm. You feel very comfortable after driving the ball down. And yeah, you could have probably gave him a couple more shots, but then, you know, 
what what legitimately had you been able to do? We hadn't really been able to get a lot of consistent, you know, throws or that you wanted. Yeah, you could have dialed, dialed up a couple, but then, you know, you, you get into overtime, you know, you get them on third down. So, listen, it's even Steven, right? Mm-hmm. You got a chance to go into overtime, third down, have the quarterback dead to rights, and you essentially whiff. Mm-hmm. He has – I call those – I call any any quarterback run over, like, seven yards, I call that an explosive run. Yeah. You know, and I get especially, that. I get that. And, it's, mm-hmm. and especially when it's off of uh, – off like off you know off target or off uh schedule right mm-hmm. meaning right scheme right coverage guy in the hole we just need to get him down force them to kick a field goal not only does he get the first down he gets it and eats up more more yardage to where you're essentially hoping that they really stub their toe right or make a big yeah. bad play call you're down seven nothing and then just never, you know, then Wisconsin has all the momentum. So, uh, you know, the big is a big cause and effect. So there were some positive things, but there was like in the middle of the game, it got real choppy. And mm-hmm. and then, you know, whether the defense kind of started to hold their head above water, the offense wasn't able to answer. The offense started to get some good things and special teams couldn't pin them down and punt. Then yeah. the defense is back on their heels and then we get it together, get the overtime. Boom. Missed that tag. That, that's the that's it right there. Tanner Mordecai. And those all schedule runs, and it wasn't all schedule runs that we didn't have an answer for. We just did not tackle well, and that's what it, it, take it take look take the take the three timeouts like left right take mm-hmm. I you know what Nebraska don't call a timeout for the whole game, yeah. okay yeah take that out of there. Brian Buschini, you're having a little bit of the you know you know bad hits right. Mm-hmm. Take that and throw that out of there. Mm-hmm. If we tackle well, right. Yeah. And we do what we're supposed to do, tackle with the right technique, leverage, and all that stuff, we win the game. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to bet it. Yeah. So I think that's probably, you know, I, you know, look, look, from a defensive guy, I always feel like we can win. And so, you know, and they had been. And so that's where we, when you need it, sometimes you just guys, you, you got to find it within yourself and understand every play is fourth and one, no matter if it's third and 16. And, mm-hmm. and, and they got to be the same mentality. Tanner Mordecai, he threw for 160 yards, uh, one touchdown. But again, like you said, Jay, he was very slippery in the backfield. He was just doing these little moves in the backfield, and the Husker Husker defenders weren't looking like they were really breaking down once they got to him, and they were flying by, and Mordecai would just like sidestep and then go. He rushed for 51 yards and uh, of a, had a 16-yarder in there too. A lot of key third-down pickups on the ground from Tanner Mordecai. So right. Um, absolutely right, but let's get into these. Um, plays here we think we have five uh, for you Jay and um, when I you know I, a lot of this was a good mix of uh, defense and offense in my opinion um, and once we get to the plays here here we are let's kick it off with Ty Robinson so Ty Robinson right. had uh, interior defender for the Huskers two tackles one tackle for loss and again two pass breakouts when he gets his big right. paw up there um, when he's not getting to the quarterback exactly like he's taught and he's he's had multiple of those the past few weekends it's been fun to watch but um, he beats uh, center Tanner more more uh, more Bordellini excuse me um, right here early in the game and I thought he kind of set the tone for the defensive front and the defense again uh, Nebraska gets off to a 14 nothing um, lead here and I thought the defense they did a good job of getting off the field early in the game and uh, I think Ty really kind of showed his progress his career um, arc um, he's kind of really coming into his own in this defense in this system and um, I, I really like this job against Bordellini here yeah last last two games has probably been a, you know once they 
his best games, he's been very consistent, right? That means he's mm -hmm. been showing up every game and every quarter during those games. But right here, look, right, you get in there and you're one-on-one -on -one pass rush, right? You, you'd like to get him down right there, probably a little bit, you know, top-heavy on there. And then Jamari Butler is able to rush him or rally and, and, and sack him here. But watch this right here. You, you, the get-off is key right here, mm -hmm. right? Read the set. Ty's showing some quickness, right? Terrence Knighton right there, right? Swipe. Swim. Over. There you go. That's the that's the potential. That's what everybody's been wanting. And then he's uh, yeah. big enough and strong enough right there. You'd like to see him go to that top shoulder right there and get him down, right? A little bit too mm -hmm. high, but right there, it messes up the flow of the of the yes, play. Absolutely. And good job there by uh Jamari Butler of uh you know running him down right here. So this is a good schematic thing and good thing right there. Good job by Judy right there to kind of hold his leverage and good job by Jamari Butler kind of being a secondary spy and obviously backed up by Gifford. So it starts and stop with Ty Robinson right here. You got a three-man rush right here against five blockers, right? So in in the guy that's one on one has got to win. So this is what this is where you get evaluated of, of being a, a good player, right? This mm -hmm. it's kind of a both the guys on the outside are kind of double teamed by the uh, you know the the guard and tackles, and you're one on one with the center, and he's a pretty decent center, and Ty beats him and yeah. uh, beats him so cleanly that the running back can't even help him, right? So mm -hmm. you see it right here, 74, 71 on Cam Linhart. Mm -hmm. 79 and uh not sure 60 something is on judy right so the, yep. you, you're trying to create a one-on-one -on -one and the guy that's one-on-one -on -one has to win well ty robinson won busted up the play because yep. you gotta think tanner mordecai could have thrown it to his, his pauling right there and maybe got a first down but what ty does is make him scramble out opposite where their number one receiver is doesn't feel comfortable then you got secondary guys right there see the plastering right there so that's a really good play all around Good schematics, uh, good execution, and then good hustle and uh, good finish. Our second play actually involves Ty Robinson as well. So I think Nebraska looks like they have a four man, a five man front. And I was gonna, uh, we have two angles of this. I'm gonna ask you a question um, in this second one. But uh, Jay, this is a fourth and two stop. This is a pretty big stop for the Husker defense in the fourth quarter, uh, midway through the fourth. Uh, Robinson, Omar Brown is an extra, is that big bodied safety who kind of walks down into the box to add another body down there. Riley Van Poppel, um, the true freshman from Texas, um, he's kind of been a mainstay. Um, in that short yardage uh, package for Tony White and Terrence Knighton. Um, and they they do an excellent job here, I think, kind of stoning what, what Wisconsin was trying to do. Yeah, you got it right here. It's fourth and two. Um, Wisconsin's trying to, you know, put the icing in the game. They're, mm -hmm. Nebraska's down by three. First of all, look at the get off there. If you can go back, look at Van Poppel off the ball, punching a hole in it. I call it burping the defense, right? Watch this. Okay. Watch this, guys. Right, Look at the leverage, right? This dude's 18 years old. Punch. Mm -hmm. Right. Probably could have been a little lower. Burped him right there. Kind of got tangled up right there, but he caused the pile. Nash yep. comes around. Luke Reimer's, you know, dipping in there. Mm -hmm. And then there goes Omar Brown coming up there and finishing. And the good thing about it is, is Ty Robinson held his point right there. So, yes. again, good schematic call. Right. Great execution. Mm -hmm. And then the energy, effort and physicality. Right. So watch this right here. Watch Riley uh, Van Poppel right there. Good. Probably reading his stance. Yep. Boom, punches 60 in the face. Ty Robinson kind of takes on a, a double team, holds point, doesn't give up any yardage, right? There's a big old dude right there. Ty's right there, kind of creating a pile. Mm -hmm. And then two guys that are open, and Ty gets up in on there, right? So Ty yes. melted, you know, melted. Look, he's two guys. <laughs> yeah, he's bear hugging both of them. Yeah. Um, and then just essentially destroyed that whole play. And so that's yeah. it's it's Riley Van Popple uh omar brown ty it was started and stopped with ty robinson you know obviously with him winning and van poppel 
And then Luke Reimer kind of slipping in there and kind of getting a kind of paw on him. And yep. then Omar Brown stepping up and, and uh, getting it. But look, when you get fourth down stops, right, mm-hmm. it start it, it starts with that defensive line. So you got, oh, you yeah. know, Terrence Knighton has done a really good job with all these guys. And, it, you know, you go all the way back to the one that kind of really gave them confidence to do it, in, you know, on the road in Illinois after the Michigan game. Oh, yeah. And then I think Maryland, they did it. And then, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, I think Purdue twice or something like that. So, look. It's, it's nature versus nurture. We did a good job right there. And, and uh, guys that were, you know, everybody won right there. Ty Robinson mm-hmm. win, right? Luke Reimer getting over there. Riley Van Poppel doing his job. Yep. And and uh, Ty Robinson was able to take on 74, not give up any ground in a base block and win. Look, one-on-one block right there. Get him off you. Get your big left paw in there. And Omar Brown did a good job filling. So it's a win-win. Scheme, effort, execution and excellence and so they should be uh you know these are things that you know as uh frustrating as it is it is when you lose these games mm-hmm. like dang you know like it's the little things the very little things in the situation of football that's uh you know the brass is really struggling but defensive effort and stuff like this especially in these first two plays or something that you can uh, hang your hat on so Jay, let's let's. I have a question about the alignment here. So look, the 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 center and both guards are covered up. It looks like. So is this yeah. a bare front that Nebraska is using? Can you explain? Yeah, people, can you some, explain the bare front and like what they're yeah. trying to do by covering up the three interior guys? Well, you want to create, you know, one on one blocks, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And you want to mess up their schematics. So if you go back and you see Nash right here, right? Yeah. If he stays there, the center got him, right? Look, mm-hmm. he moves away. He checks. Ty Robinson is doing it. Then he kind of gets late up to Gifford right there. Gifford does a good job going down there. Good leverage. Look at that Gifford right there. Get over, get you some, get wet. Right. Yeah. And then it allows everybody else to do this. So yeah, it's a, it's a bare front. I guess it's a good, it, you know, we used to call it a reduced front. Right. Okay. Um, And a 34. So it's kind of a 30, 34 look right here. Three, four look. Right. And you have different people playing different positions, right? You got Nick Heinrich, who or Henrich is usually an inside backer. He's flexed out there, right? This mm-hmm. gives you the flexibility of three, three, five. Then you got a like an in-between good physical safety and uh Luke or Isaac Gifford that's able to come in and play inside backer. Then you got a yep. guy that's a thumper in there, and that's Omar Brown. Omar, yep. And, and so what you're able to do in a and what I mean by reduced front, it's a it's a zero technique by Nash mm-hmm. and a reduced front, you kind of two, three techniques or three eye, looser, looser tight threes, right? Okay. That's reduced front because you're not in the Oki front. If you pause it right here, Oki front would be like essentially two five techniques, you know, which is head up on the tackles, the inside or head up on the tackles and then a zero. And then Mm -hmm. you would have the linebackers essentially covering the guards. Right. Okay. So in a reduced front, generally you line up right behind, you know, Ty and uh, Riley. Or if you really want to, you know, be in a, I guess, let them know where you're going to be at you'd split the split the uh the defensive lineman with your inside leg right down the middle and then you know you're kind of changing gaps so mm-hmm. but i think right here is not only are they in a reduced front or bare front whatever you want to call it is uh the movement here and that's the, the that's the nuances of this defense and and look how they're moving right here see the hands right there by Riley and and Ty oh yeah generally i think in the past they've been slanting and just getting on an edge you're 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 owning your gap right here and and riley just gets tripped up here on 63 right there see how he got stripped but what it allows yep. him to do is is kind of clip the legs of 74 allows mm-hmm. ty to bend him backwards and then make the play so it's it's all around a good play 
for sure. That was an excellent, excellent stuff. All right, let's head to the offensive side of the ball. Let's kick it off with Chubba Purdy's 55-yard uh, touchdown run on Nebraska's first series of the game. Wisconsin brings a corner cap blitz, which they did right. quite often. And, Jay, you can explain why they did that. Um, but Chubba sees it, runs around it, and just outruns everybody. Yeah, well, first of all, a cap blitz generally comes from the boundary side, Uh and Nebraska used to run this a lot with Eric Shenander, who was, you know, a, a defensive coordinator. Mm -hmm. But then also, um, you do this against sometimes a, a young, inexperienced quarterback that doesn't have a lot of uh, okay. starts. One, because they yeah. have to, you know, you, you think of your hot blitzes, your or your hot routes, or hot, you know, hot, um, you know, personnel or a person that's going to run the hot route mm -hmm. to the wide side of the field, right? Because generally that's where you think the blitzes come from. Well, the, the cat blitzes, you're generally coming off the boundary side, short side of the field. Mm -hmm. In this case, Chubba Purdy right here. Look, he has, he's always had escapability. Yep. And, you know, Wisconsin defender, you know, obviously they don't blitz a lot, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to get to the upfield shoulder. What Look what Chubba does right here. Sees it coming right here. Escapes out to the, you know, the right side. Now, once he breaks the pocket now, that's what I talk about. Now you think about it. I just talked about explosive runs. Now this is a extremely explosive run. Good mm -hmm. pass blocking, by the way. Gets it. 24, they're in man-to-man, -man, right? Or kind of his zone. Because what yeah. happens is when you run this cat blitz, that safety defender and inside linebacker takes over the coverage, right? And 24 okay. had his back this time. 54 is coming out of coverage. And, mm -hmm. you know, Chubba can put, pick him up and put him down 55 yards to the house. And so it all starts with being able to either defeat the uh, cat blitz or the blitz to your hot route or your hot receiver who has a hot read. Mm -hmm. Or it's sometimes they say it's the quarterback's guy and how you beat him is by your feet, right? Which Chubba did right here or mm -hmm. getting it to whoever you need to get it to. And once he breaks contain right here, the one good thing is eyes are down the field. So he's looking to actually pass it. But once yep. 24 comes out of there and look at, he can't start and stop. And everybody thinks it, it thinks it's easy. Chubba does a good job right here. And then what, what do we always say, Steve, when we're breaking down these high school guys, get down that hash, mm -hmm. right? That's where the explosive plays come down the middle and look at him, man. He, he's, he's blowing right past Fedoni and everybody else. So yeah, these are, this is what, you know, made Chubba really appealing when he first came in the portal. And I, sure. he's, I think he's, you know, the little knickknack injuries are kind of. Yeah. yeah, he's playing through he's, some pain. Yeah. Right. And, and but now he looks somewhat healthy. And I think learning from last year being thrown in there and, and maybe not meeting his expectations has probably maybe helped him, you know, be focused. And this is an opportunity for him. And he handled himself well. But this shows his athletic ability, but then also the the ability, again, to work off schedule. When they ran this cat blitz, it, it, look, it's the perfect call for the perfect offensive call. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, the, you know, players are better than their players. And that's where Ch Chubba Purdy was. So Chubba Purdy, um, you know, he was good on that play, not so good on this play. So Wisconsin runs another uh, blitz from the corner of the boundary side and it gets home. So just Jay, it, right. uh, we were talking about this one yesterday. Whose job is it to see this coming and mm -hmm. um, just go educate me what, what's happening here? Well, I mean, it, it. Well, first of all, you like to say it's the quarterbacks, but sometimes you can say it's the receivers. You know, yeah. they, sometimes you have. Now, granted, you're on the road. I'm imagining it's it's, it's loud. Mm -hmm. You you want to run your sight adjust essentially off of this guy. So, Malik, you know, I've been. I don't. I'm not in in the meeting, so I don't know mm -hmm. whose you know responsibility it is. But here's what I've seen as a defender: the receiver would just break off his route and run a stop route, right? It, yep. Or the running back here, if he sees a late blitzer, he would chip him, right? I've seen that. Or it's the quarterback's responsibility to get it to whoever is his hot route. So I don't really know whose quote-unquote responsibility it is. It just didn't work out. So I guess yeah. you could say, you know, 
it's either the quarterback, running back, or the receiver. It might be a combination of all three, but I really don't know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, this is yeah. You get either you get neither a stop route from Malachi. Um, you get no chip from Anthony Grant, and obviously Chuba is looking yeah. the other way. Doesn't see him, and yeah, just just a second. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a good call for you know. Look, they're going to run cat blitzes, and they you know to the boundary side, and they must have seen something right mm-hmm. in the schematics, and so. That's their give Wisconsin credit. This is a, something that they came in. They've been running this, they were running this since the first series. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's based on the split of the wide receiver or based on the, you know, being on the boundary side, they decided to, you know, kind of live and die by it. And they got burned on it the first time, had confidence in it to keep running it. And, uh, you know, it paid off for them, uh, you know, I think a few times after that. Last play that we're going to look at is a really, really um, important one. Um, so this is the second quarter. Um, early in the second quarter, Nebraska is up 14 nothing, and it's that fourth and short, um, fourth mm. fourth and one, and they do not get it. The interior of the offensive line gets blown blown back. So Nebraska puts out its jumbo package here. They have Henry Lutovsky playing that extra tight end. Um, Janarin Bonner is right next to him on the other side to Chubba's left is Luke Lindenmeyer. So you have some big, um, blockers out there. And, but the, I, I think what really kind of messes this play up is just Wisconsin's push on the interior of Nebraska's O-line. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I like the play call. I like being mm-hmm. aggressive going of forward. Course. You know, yeah. obviously the result I wish was, you know, way better and give Wisconsin credit. They just surged off of there and essentially, you know, it's a hard job to be a center and then taking yes. on a guy. Look, I mean, he's leveraged. I mean, it's a good play by this nose guard here because he won. I mean, he made the play. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe you would like a little bit tighter split there by fifty-one, but ultimately, you know, the no look. They're in a reduced front, right? This yes, is, they this are. Is Nebraska, this is near, right? Nebraska, they're even tighter to, than Nebraska was. It looked like right, right. So they're surging in the, into the a gaps right there, and and it's a good good job there by the nose guard to kind of mess up the whole play. And Nebraska was kind of looking like they were trying to run an inside zone. Mm-hmm. So we just got beat up front, and that's just it was. It, you know, I, I don't mind the play call. I like yeah. being aggressive. Um, I I, I could you know I could see where people say kick a field goal and you need points, but sure. I mean, and Nebraska had been running the ball pretty easily up to this point. Mm-hmm. They've been doing whatever the heck they wanted to do on offense. So I don't mind the call. Execution wasn't there. It would have been a great call and a great mindset if we would have got it. We just got beat. And that's the, you know what people need to understand that happens in college sports. Mm-hmm. There's no guarantee, as we've seen, every time that we shoot or every time that we try to kick that we're going to make it. So that's just where we're at. I don't mind it. And it was dead to water. We just got beat. And that's all there is to it. And then you know, it give Wisconsin a ton of credit. They they had, you know, the right call for mm-hmm. what we had or had a call that could have been a winnable play, and, and they won up front, and we didn't. And that's just part of – you're not going to win every match and, or what every matchup, and that's just, you know, the, the unfortunate uh, result of that play right there. Absolutely. So what that loss does is uh, create a very, very big – I mean, it's always big, uh, the game against Iowa on Black Friday, but – um, Jay, what what are your initial thoughts, real quick, before we get out of here? Um, you know, a lot is riding on this game. A uh, trip to to a bowl somewhere is riding on this game. If if the Huskers can um, win this thing, um, Iowa's coming in. You know, we all know the jokes about their offense, but Nebraska's had some struggles on offense too. Uh, we'll right. see what uh, Chubba Purdy, um, if healthy and if he's starting, what he can do against a really really good Iowa uh, defense that will be without Cooper DeGene, which is who's one of the best players in college football at corner safety linebacker 
punt returner, whatever he plays, which is all. Right. So, uh, Jay, yeah, initial I mean, thoughts. It's, it's Iowa. It's a tough game. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you know, the record really doesn't mean anything. Obviously, last year let you know they're in, in Iowa. Yep. They're, you know, they're going to try to come back and cap their season off and, you know, what, end up with 10 wins and, and get some revenge and go into the Big Ten Championship on a high note. So, ultimately, you know, Nebraska shouldn't be – like I guess scared to play them they just got to go out there and 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 have a good week of practice even though it's going to be obviously reduced a little bit with the game being on Friday mm-hmm. focus in and and go back and think of okay what did we do well what did we what didn't we do well and why we didn't and really remedy that look you got one week left you you got I don't know three four practices I don't know how many in this season this is a tremendous opportunity and you're playing it's no different than when they played with you know Wisconsin Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> yeah, the game is gonna be tough. It's gonna be a fourth quarter game. Again. It's gonna be a fourth quarter game. Yep. You just gotta go win it, and you gotta go out there and earn it. And that's the great thing about it. And that's the, and, but it's a super hard thing. It's not, you know, we're not playing like McNeese State trying to get you know make sure that yeah. we're motivated to get into the bowl game. We gotta go out there and beat a quality opponent that's found a way to piece together a nine win season. They would like nothing better than beating Nebraska, and we would like nothing better than beating them. And we got a lot on the line, and so do so do they. You got to think they don't want to show up against Ohio State or Michigan after just getting beat by Nebraska. They don't want it. So they're going to be motivated. You're going to get their best shot, but you got their best shot last year. And I, I'd be willing to bet you that I felt if I feel like they were better on defense and offense last year. Talent wise, mm-hmm. um, and you pretty much dominate that game. So you just got to do it again. Absolutely. 11 a.m. kick Black Friday, Nebraska, Iowa. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, Jay and I will be back. Uh, next week to break it all down for everybody. So for Jay Foreman, I am Steve Mark, and that was a Black Shirt Breakdown, Wisconsin edition. Catch y'all later.